Welcome to The Media Coach, a podcast designed to build your business and your brand. Hello, it's Emmy Callister here. I'm bringing you a very special podcast series over the coming weeks and days. I'll be speaking with key leaders and resources in our industry to help you manage the effects of COVID-19 on your business. In turbulent times, we need to look to our leaders for advice and follow the set guidelines given to us by the government. In the last 48 hours, there have been numerous reports around a lockdown, and I do want to get straight to the point on this. However, before I do, I do want to urge listeners that this is a very, very timely event. So please make sure that you are listening to the relevant current information happening as this is progressing very, very fast. Today joining me is Leanne Pilkington, who is REI New South Wales President, and she will discuss everything we need to know about the new rules coming into play. Leanne, thank you so much for joining me today. Absolute pleasure, Emmy. There's a lot going on, so it's really important that um, we keep everybody as up to date as we possibly can. Well, you've had an extremely busy day. Um, tell me a little. Yeah. Bit about, <laughs> tell me a little bit about what you did. Uh, so the most important thing that I did was um, I spent an hour online with Fair Trading, um, answering all of the questions that had come to me um, in waves over the weekend. So, um, in, and then I've spent the rest of the day telling everybody about it, to be frank. Um, <laughs> so, so do you want me to go through what those, um, what those things are? I would love you to, because you did write me a big list and I guess... I the- did. And you, as amazing as you always are, um, let's talk about the first issue of lockdown. I think this yep. is really, really important. I, I don't think we are in essential lockdown at the moment. It's only essential services. How does that affect the real estate industry? Um, so we are not in lockdown uh, right now, and it's important to note that um, the public health, so it's the, it's the health department that makes those decisions as to which are the industries and businesses that need to close down. And as we know, it's gyms, it's um, it's restaurants, it's bars, nightclubs, all of that sort of thing um, have been forced to close down. Real estate agents. Um, are still able to operate. So what that means is you can still go to work, you can work from your office. Um, You do need to be mindful of the one person per four four square metres. So if you have a small office, you may not be able to have all your team there. If you have desks that are very close together, you might have to do some furniture moving around. Um, But um, what some of the bigger offices are doing is splitting their teams into into sort of the A team and the B team. Don't read anything into being a B team member. That's not what it's about. Um, But it's just about meaning um, separating everybody just in case somebody gets the virus. Because if somebody in the office gets the virus, you'll all be into lockdown and we don't want to see that happen. So we're having people work one week um, on and one week off in in a number of cases. So um, that's the first thing. As far as open homes go, we can still do our open homes, but we're suggesting that people do pre-registration of open homes. So not everybody's coming through at the one time. Just have one family in the house um, at any one time. Ask people to keep their hands in their pockets. Um, Just really basic, you know, basic, sensible measures because if we don't take this really seriously, the government will close us down. It's so important right now that people understand what they're trying to do is paramount in reducing the risk of spread. And that means every single one of us 
has to do our best to stay home as much as possible or minimize that impact. Obviously, exactly. sand sanitizers and things like that can certainly help. What about yeah. auctions? Are these affected at all? Or? Um, so auctions, again, are still, um, are still okay as we stand today. Um, so if you are going to do auctions, we really recommend that you try and um, access uh, technology. There's lots of great auction um, online auction platforms that people can use. So connect with your auctioneer and see what platform they're suggesting. If you are going to go online with your auctions, we do suggest that um, agents, um, obviously let, let your people uh, watch the auction live online, but be on the phone with them as well, because there's nothing like an agent being there to advise people um, during the actual auction process. Um, if you are planning um, auctions and you're not using the technology, only have buyers um, that are registered come to the auction. I had someone say to me, oh, well, how do you expect um, we can control it if, um, if people are out in the street? It's like, control it. Like, you have to control it. You need to take this seriously. Otherwise, they'll be, they'll be off the cards. So I can't stress that um, strongly enough. And you just have to do it politely. You just have to say, look, you yeah. know, we are running an auction at the moment with really people that are very much wanting to purchase it and we're advising yeah. others not to attend. Yeah. All my clients have um, incorporated, I guess, a concierge bidding service for their clients, which has been really helpful. Safe, right. yeah. safe open homes are vital with lots of buyer appointments. Two tools that they can use there are like Calendarly, which is basically a tool where they, it logs into their diary and sets up yep. private appointments for them. So they can set up all the appointments and people can automatically book or things like inspect real estate are amazing things. So we can still do open homes. We can still do auctions. A courtesy reminder, this is moving at the pace of light. So if you are listening to this in four days time, please ensure you are abroad with the government officials on what's going on. That is very, yeah. very important. Is there anything else key that they really need to know right now? What about property managers? What can we help yeah, them? Yeah, totally. So property managers, I know a lot of people have um, stopped doing their, um, their routine inspections. There is no requirement to stop those routine in inspections as far as government um, is concerned. They are okay for them to happen. But we do need to be mindful that both our teams um, and some of our tenants, um, everybody deals with this differently. A lot of people are suffering massive anxiety around this. And so if that's the case, why not use technology? Why not FaceTime the tenant um, and get the tenant to walk around their property with FaceTime? You can direct them um, that you want to look closer at particular things. They can send you photos if need be. I think we just need to be a little bit flexible. But I'll I don't think it's um, necessary. You're going to have a lot of routine inspections to do at the end of this if you don't <laughs> work out some way of keeping up with it um, right now. And obviously, there's a lot of tenants asking for rent relief right now. Yes. Yeah, so what um, do they do around that? So we are we understand that there's another um, national cabinet meeting tomorrow, and we are hopeful that the prime minister will make some announcements um, around both um, commercial and residential. Um, rent relief at that time. We don't know that for sure, but that's what we're hoping. We do know that the Prime Minister is very well aware that this is a serious issue for the industry and for our landlords and tenants. So we believe that that, that is his intention. Mm -hmm. um, and 
at the moment, what we're suggesting is that if you do get a, a request that you um, ask the tenant to put it in writing, that you ask the tenant to provide you evidence um, of the, the fact that they've lost their job or their hours have been cut, whatever the, the issue is. Um, advise the tenant that we are hopeful that we'll get um, some um, clarity on rental relief tomorrow from the Prime Minister and that we will then, after we get that um, advice from him, we will then go to our landlords um, and have that conversation with them. Some landlords are being really, um, really very empathetic and some landlords are not. That's the reality of it right now. If you can't come to an agreement between fair trading and, uh, sorry, uh, between your landlord and your tenant, fair trading have mediators that will get involved and actually have those conversations um, to try and help um, to reach an agreement. So I think that might be helpful for some people where they're um, just not reaching an agreement. I'll have a complete breakdown of that legislation tomorrow. I have an accountant who's not only an economist, but um, a started accountant right. coming on tomorrow to break down all that legislation for you. He's going to go through that immediately in the morning and come on to my podcast so that everyone can be so well informed. Two questions that have been sent to me via Instagram, Leanne. I don't know if you're yeah. able to ask for them, but if, if you possibly could. I can try. <laughs> what happens if someone's in isolation and they need to move? So, for example, you've got a property settled, they're in isolation, um, they don't want to move because obviously they've got the disease. Do, do we offer an extended period of settlement or is there any guidelines? Look, yeah, that hasn't, that um, has not been, um, that hasn't been addressed but I certainly, um, I certainly think we, we need to be flexible about it. If you've got somebody with that, I think, I don't think you're, they're going to be able to move, right? They're in isolation. So I think we need to be um, a little bit flexible if that's, uh, if that's happening and offer an extended period. And put um, back on the lawyer. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. I will, um, I will take a question on notice and, um, and um, ask fair trading, but I'm pretty sure that's what their response is going to be. Awesome. And I guess the only last one that came through that I thought, well, that is a very interesting question. Tenants, are they allowed to deny inspections of properties right now to the public? What's your response around that? How can I help agents? Well, no, um, they're, they're not. The, the, um, the situation has remained unchanged. So any requirements that the tenants had um, to allow inspections um, prior to this still stands. But the reality is, like I said before, some tenants are really super anxious about this. So how, how else can we um, facilitate that inspection? Yeah, um, yeah that's, uh, I'd be encouraging you to look at, at, at the use of technology to do the inspections wherever possible, because you can't force them, right? Um, yeah. It's just um, NCAT have, um, have closed down everything but um, essential hearings. Yes. I don't know what essential hearings mean, um, but, um, that but we are... That word becoming quite essential. I know. Essential yes. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, we are expecting um, NCAT to update their website. They may have already done it. I've been literally on the phone now for about five hours straight. Um, so I haven't had time to... Um, haven't had time to check their website, but um, I believe that they were intending on updating it um, today. Leanne, thank you so much for letting me be one of those five hours that you That's spent on the phone. My absolute pleasure, my friend. <laughs> I'm sure my listeners right now are just, as you said, a little bit anxious and there's a lot of uncertainty and you're a fantastic and inspiring leader to us all. Thank you so much for all you're doing through this turbulent time. 
we will stay in touch and make sure yes. that we get any new information out to our listeners out there. Leanne, yeah. thank you again for joining me and stay safe, everyone.